Welcome back to this week's special edition of the Gishpak Evar podcast. Please don't forget to subscribe if you haven't done so already. Slam that like button. Smash that notification bell. And that will let you know when a new VART comes out. This week's Torah portion, Parshas Kedoshim, 64 Psukim, 51 Mitzvos, a very mitzvah dense Parsha. Perakyotes Pasuk Dalit, chapter 19, verse 4. Don't turn to the idols, and molten gods you shall not make, a.k.a. Altifnu el ho'elilim, ve'elokei masecha losasu lachem. Rashi tells us something absolutely astonishing. It's brought by the great Yeruchim Levavitz of Das Taira, this Rashi, with an unbelievable insight. The puzzle tells us, Al Tifnu El Ho'eli Lim, and then continues, Two very similar losases, negative commandments. One is to not turn towards the, or to not gaze or to look, look at the Evan Ezra on this Pasuk, to not look at idolatrous things, to not gaze, examine them. Seems like there might be some problem of admiring the um, architecture of a church. By the way, that was not a halacha psak, as your rabbi, but that's what it would seem from the Evan Ezra. And to the molten gods you shall not turn. Rashi tells us something unbelievable. Rashi says, and I quote, Altifnu elilim, at the beginning, they are non entities. Elilim means el elilim. They are non elilim, non gods. They are non things. They are non items. But if you will start or turn towards them, the end is that you will end up creating them into gods. Rabbi Rucham Lavavitz, the great spiritual dean of the Yeshiva Smir in the Roaring Twenties, says, Here we see a phenomenal insight into human psychology. The amazing and marvelous and sometimes destructive and detrimental ability that humans have to give significance to something that is a non-entity. A very large idea here summed up in one word called asa'um. Called simply the human ability to generate and to establish significance on an item that seemingly doesn't have any significance. Rashi says, these entities, these totem poles, these small little idols are just mere wood or metal, but they can be turned into, through our own moyach, through our own brain, into something much larger. A real chunk of knowledge, a real nugget of wisdom we have here. Humans' capacity to create importance onto something that's a non-entity. Three different examples that I found this to be very, very true, and something that we kind of need to put some thought into. In 2006, Princeton University did a research project onto why marketing is so successful. And they defined at the end of the day, the definition that came out with, with marketing, was marketing is the commercial process involved in promoting and selling or distributing a product or service. Marketing, in short, is the ability to create a necessity on something that someone does not currently have. 
why they need it, why they should have it. My father always told me that commercials are, are rather pointless because if you needed something, you would have already had it. Rather, marketing is the ability to create the necessity for something. Or aka asso'um, like we're saying here, I believe. It's the ability to create that this is something to convey to the consumer, you need this. Or this is something larger than life. No, this is not a bottle of water with high fructose corn syrup. This is the taste of life. This is the holiday season. This car is not just an ability or a machine that can take you from point A to point B quickly, but rather something that defines your stature and status in life. Marketing is the ability to be able to convince something of asso'um, something larger than life, to give importance to something that's not really that important. Or perhaps to generate more importance on something that's not as important as it seems. Another example that I thought of was, it's very interesting to think about the idea of sports. Although we all love sports, and I'm a big sports fan myself, it really is people running around and playing a child's game. Now, that child's game is very eventful because these people are very talented. It's very entertaining. Perhaps there's money on the line, people's legacies on the line. But broken down, it is but a child's game. They asked the great. And now... Sage Olav Shalom Reb Chaim Kanievsky Zecher Tzadik Vekadosh Levracha Zechusa Yagrin Aleinu about playing basketball on Shabbos. Well, he said, "What's basketball?" And they responded, "But well, basketball is this game where you put this ball in a basket." And Reb Chaim responded with, "Well, it's better to put it in before Shabbos." And I thought it's kind of a witty and facetious story, but. It kind of shows that when someone who's connecting, connected to the real things in life, well, then they might see right through it that it, well, what are you doing? So therefore, I'm not suggesting that it's us or anything like that, but perhaps we might give too much of a significance or importance to it. The third example I thought was about money, about good old cash, wealth, coin, bank. Money is but paper or it's but a metal. It's a chunk of change. It's gold, silver, it's bleta, it's rocks, it's stones. Is there any much difference at a real molecular level between stones and diamonds, between paper or wood and cash money? It's just what we have assumed. And I'm not saying assumed, but assumed what we have created. That's this Rashi. The human ability and capacity to be able to give significance to something that's not all that important. The Saba Mikel walked into his yeshiva and heard people talking about, hey, did you hear that, you know, this rich man gave this much money to this yeshiva, which, and he started to give them musr. But before we get to the line, I, I, I thought it was a little bit of a chizuk, a little bit of a pump up that uh, people even did that or Yeshiva Bachram like us, even did that a long time ago. But the Saba Mikelm, Reb Simcha Zizel Ziv, Zecher Sadik V'Kadosh Livracha said, gold is blata. You're talking about people's wood count. 
the cash that they have, the stones that they have. It's dust, it's particles. These are not eternal things. Yes, the Torah commands us though. You must make a parnasa. You must have a sufficient livelihood to pay your bills, but not to be carried away and give significance or importance or over-signify something that's not all that important. Perhaps we need to invest in the eternal. Perhaps we need to search into the items and matters that are in our life and realize that are these assets eternal? Are these things really worth what I think they're worth? Perhaps it's time to assess our items and our matters for its true value. A Moira Dika Shabbos. Thank mm-hmm. you.